0: أشهد <Sessly> أن with
1: the Jalsa Salana i.e. the annual convention of Jamaat Ahmadiyya Germany was successfully held last week. Hence first and foremost we should be grateful to Allah the Almighty that after a gap of some years he enabled us to hold the Jalsa once again on a large scale as we usually do. All of the organisers, as well as the participants of the Jalsa should express their gratitude to Allah the Almighty for this. And the workers should be particularly grateful to Allah the Almighty that He enabled them to serve the guests of the Promised Messiah, alayhi Similarly, the participants should also be thankful to these workers for trying to serve them during the days of the Jalsa. There may have been shortcomings in making such vast arrangements and due to the fact that it was a new site, and in fact there were many shortcomings and some guests may have had to endure some inconveniences as well. And from what I have been told, they did in fact face inconveniences. However, since they came for a religious purpose, therefore the guests in general did not complain. In any case, after I inquired about this, I came to know But some arrangements were not adequate. Some of these I noticed personally as well. However, as far as the workers are concerned, they generally fulfil their responsibilities with great diligence. That is the muavineen, i.e., helpers and other workers. And the shortcomings on the part of the workers or in their departments was generally the result of not being guided properly by the heads of department. Therefore, wherever guests experience any difficulties, the heads of the departments of the Jalsa administration are responsible for this. And Amir Sahib should particularly make a note of this and monitor this, as this is his responsibility as well. They should seek forgiveness and note their shortcomings in their red book and try to reform them for the future. and they should also consider whether or not they can even improve the arrangements at this particular site or if they have to find another place. Generally speaking, some of the difficulties that were experienced are as follows. Someone wrote to me that the escalators were not working and therefore caused difficulties in going up and down and also the lift was not working, and this also caused difficulties. Then the organisers provided accommodation but there was a great shortage of washrooms or that the water system was inadequate. When the administration acquired the place in Karlsruhe, they took me there in the beginning, and I observed the place and drew their attention towards making adequate arrangements for washrooms and the water system. Similarly, I checked the sound, standing in various places and despite the holes being relatively smaller, I noticed that it was lacking and so they tried to fix it and they managed to do so to some extent as well. However, they did not properly assess these aspects here. This time, they did not tell me the details of this place, they just sent me reports praising that this was a very good site. Similarly, at times due to the misguidance from the heads of department, the security department created unnecessary hindrances as well. Generally speaking, however, they performed their duties well, but nevertheless, on some occasions there were certain individual cases And also, due to this, a complaint from the Lajna i.e., the ladies has also been received that this caused a delay in delivering the food as well. Those on security should remember that their job is not only to stop people for checking, but it is also to guide them as well. Moreover, this department should have a team which comfortably takes the guests to their designated areas and creates ease for them. Similarly, in relation to the translation service, a report was received that the Lajna was experiencing difficulties on the first day. And I was not told of this by the Lajna, rather the translation department of MTA informed me of this, that the translation service was not done properly. Afterwards, some external guests complained that they were unable to listen to the Friday sermon due to no translation service. There were also issues with the audio especially in the men's hall. And I also drew the organizers attention to this matter during the jalsa as well. The Afsar Jalsa Salana and the officer Jalsa Gah and the in charge of the audio department are all responsible for this. People come to listen to the Jalsa and so if the proper arrangements for them to be able to hear the proceedings are not made, then what is the benefit of Jalsa? Shortcomings in other administrative matters can be tolerated. However deficiencies in the arrangements for hearing the jalsa proceedings cannot be tolerated the promised messiah alayhi salatu has stated that this is not some festival where people gather and nor was his purpose to merely have people congregate so that he may explain his superiority to them however due to not being able to hear the proceedings the atmosphere in certain areas at the back of the hall was like a festival and some people made videos of this and i've seen them in no way did they depict the atmosphere of a Jalsa. In my estimation there are at least 7-8 to thousand people who were unable to properly hear the Jalsa. The organisers blame the people for talking during the proceedings but according to me, the Afsar Jalsa the sound system team and the Tarbiyat team are responsible for this and they should ponder over this matter. It was embarrassing for me to see such a state and I expect that they will also have felt embarrassed. If people were talking, then it is due to a lack of Tirbiyat or moral training, for which the missionary in charge and the missionaries are responsible. Because why do they not ensure that Tirbiyat is done throughout the year and inculcate consideration for the sanctity of such gatherings? They should not simply blame others because if the attention of Ahmadis is drawn towards a matter, then they generally have a positive reaction. And also, these people had come to attend the Jalsa and so it could never be the case that if their attention was drawn towards a matter, they would not immediately rectify themselves. In any case, these were shortcomings on their part which then led to further issues, and I have observed that whenever a head of department works with humility and effort, then the entire department improves, otherwise even if a worker desires to do good work, they are unable to do so because of those in charge. This is why I have no issue with the workers and I am thankful to every member of Khuddam, Ansar and Lajna for doing their part in working very hard. However, the heads of department must focus on their own reformation. I mentioned before as well that I have observed that the discipline shown by the women to be better than that of the men. Therefore, this shows that the men's department of Tirbiyat, like moral training, should be concerned about themselves. Progressive nations, are only successful when they remain mindful of their weaknesses. Do not hinder the paths to success by simply saying that everything is fine, nor is there any shame in admitting to this. Thus may Allah the Almighty enable the heads of every department to reform themselves. In any case, Despite all of these shortcomings, Allah the Almighty bestowed a great favour upon us by covering our faults. And the non-Ahmedi guests who attended the Jalsa generally took away a positive impact. And as I mentioned earlier, that if the Jalsa was successful it was only because Allah the Almighty greatly concealed our shortcomings. And people gave extraordinary feedback. Similarly, wherever in the world the Jalsa was viewed on MTA, people generally praised the Jalsa. And at this moment I will present before you the impressions of some of the guests. People have generally expressed very positive sentiments. Hence, the Ahmadiyya community in Germany should be very grateful to Allah the Almighty for enabling them to spread the true teachings of Islam to people the Jalsa Solana. A Christian lady from Bulgaria, Dr. Veronica Satoilova, who is a lawyer and also a university lecturer, and she also holds a PhD, she says an excellent Jalsa was organised. I did not see any sort of worry or anger or any of the faces I saw. Everyone was very sincere and ready to help in any way." She further says, Everyone was grateful with how they were and without a doubt this event has spiritually revived me. She then goes on to say that all the departments, men, women and even children were organised. During these days, I had the opportunity of learning many interesting things about the Ahmadiyya community, such as tolerance and accepting others despite their differences. And no doubt, I was deeply moved to learn that the Berlin Mosque was built with the donations of jewellery and money by women. She further stated that I also like the organisation on the women's side very much, and I attend many conventions, However, I can say that I have never seen anything like this. There are very few who can establish such examples. Then regarding my speeches, she said that the concepts of spirituality, humanity and peace had a profound impact upon me. And it is my belief that first and foremost we are all humans, then citizens of a country and then members of the Brotherhood of Faith. We should search for similarities between one another rather than differences which move us apart. Then a Christian lady from Bulgaria named Natalia Saiba attended the Jalsa for the very first time. She says that I will never forget the Jalsa. For the first time, I saw thousands of Muslims worshipping together. This was a beautiful sight to behold. I am a Christian and it was my first time attending such a convention. She further says that everyone treated us very respectfully and politely which fostered a unique sense of happiness. I very much liked the concluding session of the Jalsa in which the speech delivered by the Khalifa was full of lessons. The thing that impacted me the most was that everyone treated us with such respect as if we were very special. Those on duty made certain that no guest faced any sort of difficulty. She then said that on the first day we experienced some difficulty with the translation. She has made this complaint in very subtle words but in reality she was unable to listen to the sermon. However, this was later resolved. Then a guest from Macedonia who is a Christian journalist named Leobanka Ayed Viskasaiba, and she says that the organisation of the Jalsa was of an excellent standard. It is a significant honour for me to have taken part in such a large-scale and organised event which was attended by people of different faiths and nations. This was a testament to the claim that love alone can make the world a better place. Then another guest from Macedonia, who is a Muslim journalist named Sinavar Simov Sahib, says, that I was impressed by the speeches delivered by the Khalifa of the time on various topics. As a journalist from Macedonia, he says, that at the Jalsa I had the opportunity of speaking with many Ahmadi Muslims who always spoke to me with a smile. I was very impressed with the cleanliness and organisation of the Jalsa and your motto, love for all, hatred for none, could practically be seen and it is this very motto that can indeed establish peace. Not only did the conduct of duty holders impact the guests, but so too did the conduct of the attendees. And a lady attending from Slovakia who is a teacher named Martina Sahiba says that I am grateful to have been able to attend the Jalsa for the first time. I witnessed such hospitality that cannot be seen anywhere else in the world. Everyone met me with kindness and a smiling face. This entire Jalsa has left a deep imprint on my heart. And especially during the bath and the prayers, I was unable to control my emotions. She says that I cried throughout the entire bad Ceremony and I will never forget this moment for the rest of my life when all the Ahmadis joined at one hand of the Khalifa and pledged allegiance. I will also never forget my meeting with the Ahmadiyya Khalifa. This meeting still has an effect on me even a day after it happened. She further says, I definitely wish to meet the khalifa of the time again and I wish to obtain information about Islam directly from him. This lady is not a Muslim but this is the impact it had on her. Another guest from Slovakia named Indrska Sahib who is a businessman says Before the Jalsa Salana, I did not know anything about Islam and my knowledge was such that I thought Muslims considered the Holy Prophet Muhammad peace and blessings of Allah be upon him to be God, God forbid. And upon attending the Jalsa, I learned about the true teachings of Islam and the true status of Allah the Almighty and the Holy Prophet peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. And I also learned that Islam is in fact a peaceful religion. Here, the media especially promotes the wrong image of Islam. I was astonished at the fact that the entire Jalsa is organised by Ahmadis themselves and the dedication, passion and zeal with which they serve the guests. He then further says, When I saw the Khalifa of the time, I felt peace within my heart and it had a positive impact upon my soul. He says that I have firm faith that it was God Almighty who brought me to attend this jalsa. Then there was another guest from Slovakia named Jodar Martin. There were large groups which came from different countries, and he says that I attended the Jelsa salana for the first time, and I was very happy to see the morals and hospitality of Ahmadiyya. I learned many things at the jalsa salana. Muslims, especially Ahmadis, are peaceful and act according to their teachings. He then says that I liked the exhibition which was prepared by the community, and I learned a great deal about Islam and his beautiful teachings. He then said that I noticed that every Ahmadi has a lot of love for their Khalifa, and he loves them. Such brotherhood and love are hard to find in this world. With regards to the map of Serbia and Bosnia that was displayed at the exhibition, I believe the Serbians had some complaints about their map not being correct. Therefore, this should be looked into by the organisers of the exhibition. Professor Dr. Jipsh Saib, Sahib, a guest from Albania who is a professor at the Faculty of Natural Science, University of Tirana, attended along with his wife. And he says that this Jalsa was wonderful. He is a Muslim. And he says that I have been observing the commandment of fasting for 10 years and I also act upon the other injunctions of Islam, if not all. But here I have witnessed Islam at this Jalsa. He then goes on to say that the main difference between you and other Muslims is that you have a Khilafat and for this reason you have unity. Another guest from Albania named Almira Saiba, who is a nurse, says that I have also attended the Jalsa prior to this, but I came once again this year as a result of the same spiritual yearning. After a person has attended once, it then becomes a habit, even if they are non-Ahmedis. She says that this was the first time I offered the prayer and my friend was with me and seeing her pray made me pray along with her, and it was the first time as if every particle of my soul was moving. She then says that I was weeping in prostration, and it seemed as if all my hatred was melting away. I pray that Allah the Almighty firmly establishes me in my faith. She also met me later and told me that I shall always remember this moment. Hence, when the atmosphere of the Jalsa has an effect on non-Ahmadis, then how can it not have an effect on the Ahmadis? Thus, if office bearers have any complaints about Ahmadis, then they should adopt the correct measure for their reformation. First of all, they must reform themselves and present their own example and then they will be able to explain to others. Dritesh Kurti Sahib, an Albanian guest and a high school teacher who was in attendance, says that the organisation of the Jalsa was extremely good. I am a school teacher and I know how aggressive children these days can be. Yet here the children were so calm that they were immersed in their duties. Thus the children also opened avenues to Tabligh through their good example. She goes on to say that this was astonishing to me. And my curiosity during the Jalsa brought me to the general food hall which was just before the bazaar, and I witnessed there that despite thousands of men eating their food, I couldn't see anyone arguing, snatching or jostling etc. and it seemed as though all were honeybees that only knew to do their jobs. The people were prepared for any task and their behaviour was so excellent that even if there was a slight push, they would apologise right away. Jafar Kuchi Sahib, an Albanian guest who has an MA in economics, he pledged his allegiance i so took the bath after four years of research he says that the jalsa was very inspiring for him and it gave him a lot of positive energy he further says that during the prayers behind the khalifa of the time in the jalsa hall i was unable to control my tears likewise the bath ceremony was extremely emotional and I will always remember the feeling of protection and safety while sitting with the khalifa of the time, and I felt as though he alone is my dear friend and the one to be obeyed." He further says that aside from this, there is one thing that I did not like, and this in fact is in relation to the people, therefore people should take note of this. He says that it happened on many occasions during the Jalsa proceedings, that people would stand up and leave before the speeches were over. Thus, we must be concerned about this, as it is having a negative effect on new converts." Then Haris Sahib, a professor in history who came from Bosnia, says, that before coming to the Jalsa, I was aware that there would be thousands of people and that the Khalifa would also address us, and so I was slightly fearful and had some reservations. I had doubts about everything, and this is because I was not aware in detail of Ahmadis and about such a large-scale gathering and their religious customs, and I was stuck on the basic points. However, prior to this, I had never had an opportunity to spend time with such good people. At first, this was the opinion I had, but what happened after I arrived? He says I had never had the opportunity to spend time with such wonderful people prior to this. Everything was planned for during the Jalsa. He expected one thing, but witnessed in practice quite another, and that everything was planned for. He then says, everyone was occupied in their duties, great organization and beautifully arranged. After the first address of the Khalifa, my mind was completely purified. I would follow people and then see how they spoke, and what they would say, and what kind of relationship they had. He was curious, so he would follow people. And he says that I listened to all of this and I watched it all, and I found myself to be safe among the Muslim brothers, and I noticed that neither did anyone say anything bad to me or look at me in envy or as a stranger, and nor did anyone criticise me over anything. And out of all of these points, the one thing that was the biggest privilege and unique for me, which I had never before experienced in my life, was meeting the Khalifa of the time. I felt such a comfort as though a rock had fallen from my back. I was nervous but then became free from worry and now I return satisfied and undoubtedly brimming with knowledge and with the good people that I met. Indra Haydar Sahib A Bosnian woman who was in attendance and is a secretary of the Red Cross, she says whilst mentioning her meeting with me in Frankfurt, that it was a very joyous moment because you make excellent points. She further says that I had the opportunity to listen to the Khalifa of the time directly and despite various hardships, the sincerity with which the Ahmadiyya community and Humanity First work and serve humanity in our country, I only came to know that the source of the selfless passion to serve mankind of these volunteers is indeed Khilafat.
2: And indeed, this is the reality.
1: She then further states, The Yachmadiq community has connected people from different parts of the world into a chain of unity. I felt that my experience of the community playing its role in uniting all of mankind and making the world a better place has made me more determined and deepened my understanding. She further states that this occasion not only increased me in my pride in being a Muslim, but it also encouraged me to make efforts to show compassion to humanity and further participate in inter-religious dialogue. Another guest who was in attendance was Amina Sahiba from Bosnia. She says the organization of the volunteers was very good. Due to some translation issues in the ladies side, we were unable to follow some of the program as there was no translation on the women's side. She is also confirming to what I said at the beginning. And she says the leader of our women's group translated the address of the Khalifa of the time for us. And I like that every program commences with the recitation of the Holy Quran and its translation.
2: She further stated that I believe
1: that the advice of the Khalifa of the time, that the Muslims should educate themselves as much as possible and transform their knowledge into practice, is the only way for the Ummah to change from its current
2: state. She then
1: further said that there were translation issues once again on the second day, so our women went to the men's side to listen to the translation. She said that I however was on the women's side But in any case, she says that the address to the ladies was very helpful, and I really liked the examples given of the women from the time of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. She then says that during the program on Sunday, the fundamental Islamic principles, safeguarding the rights of others, and how we must improve in every aspect was mentioned, and this deeply impressed me. It was also mentioned that only if we act upon justice can we make progress and establish peace in society. I will take all of these points with me as a guiding
2: principle.
1: Leah Saiba, who is from Georgia, was also in attendance. She says that currently I am completing my Master's in Theology and Religious Studies. She is studying in Holland, but she is from Georgia. She says I participated in the Jalsa for the first time and I witnessed how everyone, youth and elderly, were rendering services with extraordinary zeal. Upon witnessing the international bath, I could not control my emotions. This pledge on the final day was a promise being made by everyone that they would spend the rest of their lives in light of the teachings of Islam. This is the lesson she has taken upon witnessing the Pledge of Allegiance. She further says, The one important thing has impressed itself into my mind, that is, the Khalifa of the Ahmadiyya community has presented the concept of the jihad of the pen before us, which I completely agree with. I was very delighted to learn that Islam also urges women to propagate its teachings, and I have firm faith that in the future the world will ponder and contemplate of Islam and come to recognize their creator thereby. A Sunni scholar from Georgia by the name of Mr. Vessel was also in attendance. He says, I live in Georgia and at the age of 15 I left Christianity and accepted Islam. After that I spent around 15 years in Medina learning about Islam and the Arabic language. During my studies I heard many negative things about your community, that you call us disbelievers and that your beliefs are completely different. However, I have met your missionary in Georgia and I was introduced to the community. You also distributed meat from sacrificial animals in various villages and also contacted us and we also supported you. He then further says that before coming to the Jalsa, I looked into the Edicts of Fatwa from Jamia al-Azhar regarding the community. Since he was going to visit Ahmadis, he looked into what Jamia azhar said about us. And he says, I read into the entire Muslim Ummah's view about the community. And after going through all the edicts, I decided that I would like to see the Ahmadiyya community up close. Others call us disbelievers, but he wanted to find out for himself. And so, after attending the Jalsa and witnessing the Jamaat firsthand, he says that the Ahmadiyya community is undoubtedly a part of Islam. I listened carefully to the address of the Khalifa and I have reached the conclusion that it is utterly wrong to refer to you as disbelievers. Just like other sects, you are also a sect of Islam. He further says that I greatly respect the Khalifa. I had many questions in my mind that were answered during various sittings in the three days of Jalsa. I had the opportunity to speak about your community and its founder in great detail. And upon returning to Georgia, I will start to read your community's literature and I am delighted to have had the opportunity to meet you. There was also a guest from Kosovo who is the official director of education for the Ikan municipality. He says, during the Jalsa, I listen to the speeches and other talks, and I will forever preserve them in my memory. I am anxiously awaiting to tell my friends and co-workers about this Jalsa, and I will especially abide by the teachings imparted by the Khalifa of the time. Moreover, the extraordinary love with which me and my colleagues were looked after will always remain in our hearts.
2: He
1: then said that may Allah grant you all immense happiness. Then there was another guest from Kosovo, Unegi Shari Sahib, who is from Lejan University, and the head of the mayor's cabinet. He says this was an extraordinary and truly impactful experience for me. I listened to the Khalifa's addresses and other speeches, and I acquired a treasure full of interesting and inspiring information that will always remain with me. He further said that I would like to emphasize that this experience has left a deep impression upon me. For me, the Jalsa Salana is such a garden amongst the world of knowledge that fosters teamwork and brotherhood. Furthermore, this is such an occasion where your community's exemplary accomplishments and efforts have been highlighted. This shows how the Ahmadiyya community is making plans and taking steps towards benefiting society. The Mayor of Arizan, Kosovo, Mr. Mehmet, says this extraordinary Jalsa has had a profound impact on me. I have been inspired by the spirit of unity, peace and brotherhood that is apparent in all aspects of this gathering. The speeches during the program were excellent. In particular the speech of the Khalifa of the time was astonishing and faith inspiring. I have now come to understand Islam in its true form and I should also praise the hospitality of the organisers who were all such excellent
2: hosts. A
1: guest who came from Tajikistan, Arzu Karim Sahib, is an expert in the Arabic and Tajik language and has acquired his education from Jamia-tul-Azhar and he has translated many books into Tajik language and is the author of many books in Tajik. He says that I have listened attentively to the Jalsa and have observed the people. I would like to mention the qualities of the Ahmadiyya community that are now fading from other religious communities, and these qualities are their high morals. Thus, every Ahmadi must demonstrate the highest standard of morals. He then goes on to say that I have researched into many sects of Islam, and at this time if the rest of the sects are abiding by even 1% of Islam's teachings, and this community is surely following 99% of Islam's teachings. The books in various languages at the bookstall is a testament to your efforts in spreading Islam. He further said that I will stay in contact and will wish to learn more about the community, and he said I do not fear anyone except God, and I also enjoyed meeting with the Khalifa of the time. He said that I agree with the Khalifa of the time, when he said that there are weaknesses in us and yet we continue to criticise the government and the regime. He says that I hope that I get to meet the Khalifa again and take benefit from him. A non ahmadi guest from among the delegation from Tajikistan says that we had a very good discussion on the political issues and religious restrictions in Tajikistan with the Khalifa of the time and I was very happy that the Khalifa had great concern for the whole of mankind. He further says that before coming here I was given negative information about the Ahmadiyya community. However, I have had the opportunity to learn about brotherhood and humanity from your community. Then the missionary of Tajikistan writes that there was a guest among the delegation from Tajikistan who was very contentious And during the first two days of Jalsa, he was constantly raising allegations. He would raise allegation after allegation without giving ear to any response. His colleagues told him that instead of raising allegations, he should try to witness everything with his own eyes. In any case, during the second day of Jalsa, the delegations had the opportunity of meeting me, and he also met me. And the missionary started by introducing him first, and he was wearing a mask, and so I asked him to lower it and reveal his face. I spoke to him in great detail and after the meeting the missionary says that he was extremely happy to have met the Khalifa of the time and he also gave prayers to me. The missionary further says, however we were astonished that he did not raise any allegations after that for the next two days and by Allah the Almighty's grace his heart has been cleansed of all objections. There are also the sentiments of some Arab guests who attended the Jalsa. Muhammad Ali Sahib was also in attendance who is originally from Syria. He says I was introduced to Ahmadiyyad by a friend and my friend brought me to the Jalsa and I had intended that as the day concluded I would return to my home because it was close by and the accommodation did not seem to be comfortable. He says that the atmosphere and discipline I witnessed was such that everyone was smiling and creating an amazing atmosphere as though everyone knew each other. He says that I have never witnessed such an atmosphere in my life and I changed my mind and thought that I do not even mind sleeping on the floor at this jalsa where mattresses had been placed. It was only the second day of jalsa when the truthfulness of Ahmadiyyat dawned upon my heart. He says that I decided to take the Pledge of Allegiance and Allah Almighty enabled me to do so. He says that I have been deeply impacted by Ahmadis and their obedience to the nizam, their discipline and willingness to stay together. Everyone is aware of their responsibilities, whether they are organisers or guests. Then Abdul Rahman Ismail Sahib writes, that I attended the Jalsa Salana for the first time, and there is no other group in the world doing work like this. There were attendees from all across the world. However, I did not see any conflict at all. I witnessed the highest standard of love, affection and brotherhood.
2: He then says,
1: there was a greater number of attendees than anticipated and I took great benefit from it. Abdullah Izzat Aqeeli Sahib, who is from Egypt and is currently completing his Masters in Physics from France, says that everything in Physics is regarded with a shadow of doubt and so I have now come to naturally doubt everything. I had taken the Pledge of Allegiance some time ago, and I had a relationship with the Jamaat and the Khalifa. However, in certain issues I began to harbor doubts and complaints about the Jamaat, and so became distanced from it. He says that this year I came to attend the Jalsa Salana Germany, however there was a delay in the registration. This in fact was a common complaint about the registration, that it was not happening in a timely manner and was causing delays and people faced great difficulty. Nonetheless, this delay benefited him in this way, as he says, that when I arrived, the Friday sermon had already begun, and so when I entered the main Jalsa Hall, I heard the following words of the sermon, that if a person thinks negatively about everything, he would not be able to take a single breath in this world. At the time, I was reading an extract of the Promised Messiah, wherein it stated that such a person would not even be able to drink water for fear that poison had been mixed into it, and such a person would not eat anything from the market for fear that it would bring him death. How can then such a person stay alive? He continues that I was shaken to the core upon hearing these words, and it seems as though God had decreed for me to enter the jelsa at that time, because the first sentence I heard was the cure to my illness. It seemed as though it was addressed directly to me, and this was not a mere coincidence, and this has left a deep impact upon my heart. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, my doubts and reservations have been removed. All praise belongs to Allah who granted me salvation from doubts and ill-thinking by attending the Jalsa. He also personally told me about this incident as well. A chief imam from Cameroon attended the Jalsa, and he's a very prominent imam from Duwala city and is the chairman of the Ulama Council of Two Regions. He is not an Ahmadi. He says that I have attended such a large gathering for the first time. And it was very surprising for me to see that people belonging to different races and ethnicities were greeting each other happily. They were meeting each other with joy and happiness as if they were members of the same family. And in the three days, I did not see any quarrel. Seeing the exhibitions greatly increased my knowledge and I am very impressed by the services rendered by the Jama'at." He then further says, "...the addresses of the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community were full of wisdom. They were an exceptional portrayal of the teachings of Islam, and I was captivated by the address delivered to the women. If we all live our lives in accordance to these precious pieces of guidance, then our life will be like a paradise." He further says that during the Jalsa, the address of the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community to the non-Ahmadi guests was based on the Islamic teachings. And the way the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community presented the teachings of Islam was such that it would make every Muslim proud of their own faith. We should spread these teachings to the entire world by acting upon them. At present, Allah the Almighty has entrusted the Khalifa of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community to present the beautiful Islamic teachings before the world. He then said that he learned a lot from the other speeches as well, the speeches that were delivered by the scholars. Then Daniel Sahib, a retired professor, attended the Jalsa for the first time this year and he says that this is my first time attending the Jalsa and there were many things that impressed me greatly. One of these things was that during the prayers, the members of the Jama'at were praying alongside the Khalifa in a manner whereby it felt as though they were even breathing in unison with the Khalifa. It was as though they were one entity, And I have seen many races, religions and different people in the world but I saw such unity and harmony for the first time, and seeing this had a profound effect on me. He further says that I have had the opportunity to visit various exhibitions around the world, and whenever I have met security officials I have found their demeanour to be unpleasant. However, at the Jalsa Salana every worker, including those in security, had a smile on their faces, and they were polite. Undoubtedly, this has had a positive effect on the whole Jalsa atmosphere and created a peaceful environment. To organize such a big gathering without any hurdles was an astonishing feat. Some Ahmadi's had grievances about the security workers, but thankfully the non-Ahmadi's were pleased with the conduct of the security teams. Perhaps it was an isolated incident or they stopped someone from going into a certain area, but on the whole, they carried out their duty to a good standard. Then, whilst mentioning his meeting with me, he said that I was greatly impressed and I am extremely grateful for it. He said that this meeting was a beautiful chapter in my life and I have derived great benefit from our discussions. Another guest was a youth from the Czech Republic. He says, through Ahmadis at this Jalsa Salana, I witnessed God. Many people tried to explain things about God. However, upon witnessing the beautiful morals of the people resonating silently, I saw proof of God's existence through your community. Thus, this is also a form of silent tabligh. Gintares Sirikaiti is an Arabic professor from a university in Lithuania who attended the Jalsa and she voluntarily translated the philosophy of the teachings of Islam into Lithuania. She says, the Ahmadiyya community has a unique status within the Islamic world. The way the Jama'at forms ties with non-Ahmadis and non-Muslims, no other community does the same. In my capacity as a researcher, I take an interest in Islamic culture and Islamic traditions. However, in Lithuania, it is very difficult to meet or keep in contact with any other Muslim community, except for the Ahmadiyya community. She then further said that the Jalsa Salana has given me an excellent opportunity to assess the Ahmadiyya community in every way. And indeed, the Ahmadiyya community acts on its motto love for all, hatred for none. And amongst 47,000 people here, I do not feel like an outsider. Jerone Mas Sahib, an author and journalist from Lithuania says, I am very worried for the great unrest and extreme poverty in the world, and I always think that given the extreme circumstances, what can a single individual do? However, I asked this question to Khalifatul Masih, to which I received a very satisfactory answer, that the purpose of man's creation which has been outlined by the Holy Quran is that mankind has been created for the worship of Allah the Almighty and people should bear in mind that there is a life to come after their demise. If people do not bear this in mind, then there will always be turmoil in the world. And it pleased me greatly to know that the Khalifa of the time is already mindful of these issues and is explaining the solutions to these problems in his addresses and sermons. Gachiyo Sahib from Kyrgyzstan says that during the Jalsa I learned a lot about my religion and the community. And I got the answers to many of my questions. I attended the Jalsa for the first time in my life and this is the first time I have been somewhere abroad and I had no idea that there would be this many people at the Jalsa. I listened to everything at the Jalsa and I found it very interesting. Everything was extremely outstanding. Ali Beg Sahib, an Ahmadi guest from Kazakhstan, says that I really enjoyed attending the Jalsa. Taking part in the bath was an altogether unique experience. And when I met with the Khalifa of the time, all of my sentiments and emotions reached the utmost limit. I have attained the purpose of my attending the Jalsa. And attending the Jalsa has had such an impact on me that my wife and children have said that I have completely changed. God willing, next year I will attend with my wife and children. Yasmin Saiba, a Turkish lady who lives in Germany and is a teacher by profession, attended the Jalsa. She says, The address of the Khalifa of the time answered all the questions I had. She further says, I really like the atmosphere of the Jalsa. Despite such a large gathering, for everything to run peacefully and without any issues gave great comfort to my heart. For so many people to gather together simply for the pleasure of Allah and for them to all be threaded into one string of love is something extraordinary. She further says, "In short, all that was said there are yet the jalsa, and whatever ideas were discussed, I was in search for. On that day, I saw every piece of a puzzle which slotted in their place perfectly." Then a journalist from Serbia, Satanis Sahib, expresses his sentiments as follows that despite being an orthodox Christian and seeing many hateful things against the community on the internet, I am greatly impressed by your community. Your organisation and administrative system has impressed me greatly and it saddens me that I am not able to spread the true teachings of Ahmadiyyat extensively throughout the world. I saw your motto everywhere the love for all, hatred for none. And I have not seen anything disagreeable amongst the organisation, nor the 46,000 people that were present." He further said that there was peace everywhere and everyone was treating one another with respect, just as it is mentioned in your teaching. He also said that it was impossible for him to put his sentiments into words. Mia Sahiba, a journalist who came from Serbia said that I have positive sentiments for the organisers of the Jalsa the speakers and all those who attended. What impressed me the most was the address of the Khalifa to the ladies and I am very grateful to all of the organisers. Then a local Polish Ahmadi lady says that three years ago she saw a dream, that she was in a meeting with me and that she wished to ask me a question. She says that however I was unable to ask the question and this troubled me greatly. My question was very important and this year I attended the Jalsa Solana in Germany and I had the opportunity to have a meeting and this time I had the opportunity to ask my question and I received a reply from the Khalifa which satisfied me completely. After this an extraordinary tranquility came over me and I am extremely grateful. A German guest, Gonta Mova Sahib, says that I view Islam through a very critical eye and I listened to the address of the Khalifa attentively, to the extent that I even checked the references the Khalifa used in his addresses. Some people go to such details and check whether the verses of the Holy Qur'an that were quoted were correct and that they weren't just quoted for the sake of it. He went and checked the Holy Qur'an He then further says that I am compelled to admit the fact that the speeches of the Khalifa have left me astounded at the fact that the Khalifa gives so much emphasis on peace and brotherhood. Undoubtedly, the Khalifa delivered an excellent speech and I am compelled to say this again and again that you cannot gauge my astonishment. This is because the Khalifa has presented a peaceful image of Islam which is usually not found here. Indeed, today there has been a great change in my perception about Islam. Previously, I would not even consider Islam to be a religion of peace and I was completely unaware of its teachings. I first saw the Khalifa on the screen from the men's hall whilst he was delivering his address to the ladies and I was not aware that he was the Khalifa but I was greatly impressed by his address and I only came to know about him when he came onto the stage during the session with the guests and I was extremely happy to see him in person. A German guest, Keevan Sahib, says that I am left astonished upon listening to the address of the Khalifa. I do not have the words to describe this. All I know is that everyone needs to adhere to what he says and what the Khalifa said about the importance of smiling is extremely important because this is greatly lacking in Germany. He himself mentioned about the German people that they need to always be smiling, which they do not do and yet our people become impressed by them. He then says that I completely agree with his speech regarding the status of women and I believe that whatever the Khalifa stated was indeed true. Another German guest, Christia, who is a representative of a Catholic TV station said that the address of the Khalifa was very impressive, and the scope of his speech was in accordance to the understanding of the listeners. And The Khalifa mentioned the fundamental principles and also explained that these fundamental principles have in fact been taught by God as opposed to being established by the United Nations or any other organisation. I believe that the other religious leaders should also deliver their addresses with similar explanations. She further said, to simply listen to the addresses of the Khalifa is not enough. Rather one ought to greatly ponder and reflect over the deeper meanings of what he said. I have done a lot of research about the true teachings of Islam and I have a very positive view of Islam. The teachings outlined by the Khalifa regarding women were extremely interesting and I wish that people should remember that these rights were not established by any NGO or any other institution. Rather, God Almighty has established these through religion. Another German guest, Julian Saib, says in relation to us, that they were very open and I felt a lot of kindness in their gathering. He then said that the Khalifa gave very profound insights based on his vast experience and he mentioned that whatever country one resides in, they should serve that country. And to widen the scope of one's neighbours to 40 houses whilst elaborating on the meaning of a neighbour was an extraordinary point for me, because it is only in this way that one can truly take care of one another. Christianity also teaches about the rights of the neighbours, but it does not mention who is among one's neighbours, and hence only the person who lives next door to someone is considered a neighbour, whereas Islam has presented an even better teaching. These were the comments of a Christian guest. Then a lady from Georgia said that today I heard two addresses of the Khalifa, and I was greatly impressed, and from these addresses I came to learn today that true integration is to serve one's faith, nation and humanity. I really enjoyed the atmosphere of the Jalsa Salana because there were people from different nations and ethnicities and they were all gathered together in a spirit of love, cooperation and in a peaceful manner which one cannot find anywhere else. She then says that I heard the address to the Lajna and I learned for the first time the vast teachings about the status of women in Islam and that in the past there have been Muslim women who partook in battles. This was a very astonishing fact for me. Ali Bakar Sahib from Australia is a spokesperson for the Green Muslim Party, or perhaps it is Austria, but in any case he said that the address of the Khalifa was very interesting and impressive. The points he mentioned are not just important for Muslims to adopt, in fact, they should be adopted by every section of the society. He also mentioned that it is not just the Muslim countries where there is no peace, but in fact, we should strive to establish peace in the entire world and I found this to be a very interesting point. Then a German lady, Meman Mai who although is not a Muslim, but out of respect was wearing a scarf whilst she was sat there at the jalsa, she said that I am a Christian and during the address I felt as if there is very little difference between us and we can live together in a very peaceful manner. I am very impressed and I felt so moved during the address that I had tears in my eyes. She further said, that in his address the Khalifa spoke about the teachings of Islam regarding women and that Islam grants all those rights which other communities also speak of. At the Jalsa Salana, I have personally observed that these teachings are also implemented upon as well. It is not merely just a teaching. She further said that his words were very impactful and I have seen people become emotional upon listening to his address. There were 39 people from a total of seven countries who had the opportunity to take part in the Baird ceremony after becoming greatly impressed by the community during these days. Among them was a guest from Serbia, Urdus Saiba, who she says that the Jalsa Salana is an international event which unites the members of the Ahmadiyya community from across the world. The bad ceremony had the most spiritual and emotional impact on me. Right from the start we placed our hand on one another's shoulders. I did not understand a single word, but whatever was being said passed through my body and mind and I began to tremble and I felt as though I was spiritually brought closer to Allah the Almighty. Owing to the bad ceremony, I had tears in my eyes. A young man from Turkey, Jan Murt who lives in Hamburg, said, after attending the jalsa, I have witnessed that the promised Messiah, Salaam, has kindled an everlasting fire in the hearts of the Ahmadis for the victory of Islam. Jan Murch Sahib had taken the oath of allegiance, i.e., the bath, in writing, but on the final day of jalsa, he also did the bath at my hands. These were some of the sentiments of the people which I have mentioned. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, there was also very good coverage of Germany Jalsa by the media. There were four TV channels, ARD, RTL, Regio TV, SWR and according to the reports, news of the Jalsa reached 41 million people through these TV channels. 11 newspapers of Germany published articles and news reports about the Jalsa and the message of the Jamaat and the news of the Jalsa was conveyed to over 50 million people through these. Also five radio stations published news of the Jalsa and it is said that 14 million people received news through this and 2 million people received the message of the Jamaat through the online media coverage. And based on the various figures and stats, they have estimated that the coverage of the Jalsa Salana reached out to more than 108 million people. And may Allah the Almighty enable these efforts to come to fruition in an excellent manner. These were just brief details and as I mentioned earlier, that there were many comments and impressions by the people of which I only selected some. We are thankful to Allah the Almighty, and this is His great blessing that He continues to cover our shortcomings. Similarly, people have expressed very positive comments during the inaugural receptions of the various mosques. Some even mentioned that they were not previously aware about Ahmadiyyat and the teachings of Islam and how Islam draws our attention towards fulfilling the rights of Allah and the rights of His creation. People express this in the various functions that they have learned about the teachings of Islam and that their views have now changed about Islam. Some of the people also complain that the Ahmadi acquaintances did not inform them about the beautiful teachings of Islam. Thus, there is a need to make an effective plan for Tablighi outreach in this regard. Every Ahmadi without any kind of inferiority complex should introduce Islam and the Promised Messiah a. For example, one of the Ahmadis had brought his friend to the Jalsa, who was a young Iranian man. And while speaking to one of our Ahmadis here, he said that he was very upset upon coming here. He asked the reason for this and he said that he only found out today that we believe in Mirza Ghulam Ahmed Salam to be a prophet. In any case, he was informed in detail as to what kind of prophet he was and that he appeared in the subservience of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him who came to spread his faith and came in accordance to his prophecies and that the prophecy of Jesus to appear in the latter days is in fact fulfilled through him. He then said that this is all fine and I agree with your concept of the Mahdi and Jesus, and it is very logical as well but why did my friend not inform me of this? We have been friends for many years. Therefore, without falling prey to any kind of inferiority complex, we have to preach to our friends and our acquaintances and we have to preach in a very effective manner. By simply distributing pamphlets or leaflets or to put leaflets inside people's letterboxes does not fulfil the objective of the Department of Tabligh. We have spoken about the fact that Islam is a religion of peace, but we now have to move on to the next stage as to how this peace is to establish, which is by accepting the Promised Messiah and Mahdi We should try and derive benefit from every opportunity of Tabligh. I have noticed that there is still a section of society here in Germany that has an interest to learn about faith. Therefore, we should organize such events and invite these people and inform them about this. In any case, we need to assess ourselves in every aspect. We should particularly focus on all the shortcomings in the administration of the Jalsa and in any other department as well. Not just the administration of the jalsa, but in fact every department needs to make an assessment. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, the department of the is doing good work, but there is still room for improvement, and we should always try to excel further. You should carry out your work through good planning, seeking help from Allah the Almighty, and through supplications. As I mentioned, that some people had some complaints, and so they should be addressed in the future. The organisers, as well as the participants, should always make the effort to inshallah try and fulfil the objectives of the Jalsa. And as I mentioned earlier, one of the guests mentioned that the attendees would get up and leave during the session of the Jalsa and they did not like this. Therefore, the Tarbiyat Department should particularly ponder over this and fulfil their duties in a better way. May Allah the Almighty bestow His mercy upon us and enable everyone to fulfill the objectives of the Jalsa in an even better manner in the future. We should have to
2: look at this particular thing. We should have to do this in a better way. We should have to do this in a better way. We should have to do this in a better way. And we should have to do in a better way.
0: Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا الله فلا له وَمَعْيُدْ لِلْهُ فَلَا هَا دِيَ لَهُ وَنَشَدْ وَاللَّهُ إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَنَشَدْ وَأَنَّا مُهَمَّدًا وَرَسُولُهُ إِبَعْدَ اللَّهِ رَحِمَكُمُ اللَّهُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَعْمَرُ بِالْغَدْلِ وَالْلِّسَانِ Wait, القرب وينهى عن qurba. والمنكر you know, on the fasha, well, Munker, well, you are the cool, and